UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. I'm now, and I'm hitting my okay. intro. Back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have another fascinating guest with me today. Um, I have with me Lindsay Hooper. She's a longtime experiencer, researcher, and documentarian. Documentarian, excuse me, and public speaker with people within the disclosure community. And 15-year veteran, as she calls the so term New Age movement, which has been encompassed of the occult community as well. She is and has been. Claire Cognizant from a young age until this day. She works as a medium, offering private sessions that continue to help and teach others how to use their own abilities of clarity and discernment so they can, too, apply them in everyday life. Lindsay, with her decades of experience, is committed to exposing the truth in order to help humanity use discernment within God's to guide and trusting ourselves and going within. She's an advocate of spiritual freedom, provides truth, and always trusting herself and being in touch with the deepest level of who you're opposed to blindly following the herd or any authority figure. She encourages retrieving your acquired cognizant abilities so that you may be remain balanced and trust yourself first and foremost. And her website is uh, uh, it's uh, andromedagalaxies.tech. And I want to give her a big, warm welcome to the show. Lindsay, thank you for joining me. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Robert? Oh, I'm great. Um, I'm, I'm glad we, we kind of got a hold of each other and decided to do this because just to kind of start off, you were, you've been in this community for a long time, right? And you kind of got out away from it and you're kind of coming back into it. Is that kind of what, what happened? Right. Well, it's been touch and go. Uh, I was heavily involved in the disclosure community and I worked with uh, some very top names on Gaia TV, etc. When, you know, it's like uh, once you get to know certain people, once you meet them in real life and you see that they don't practice what they preach, you tend to uh, become very skeptical and you begin to potentially back away and and not put your full trust in things. Um, yet that does not mean we are not always susceptible to trying to open our heart and find trust again. And this is where it, it kind of really hits home for me because after being away from the disclosure community for so long, I got back in a little bit more into the new age movement um, because I felt like, mm, okay, it's time to open my heart a little bit more, you know, things like this. And 
this is where this entire revelation that I feel really, I had always seen it right in the, in the background with these public figures, albeit because, you know, the disclosure community, you know, the new age movement is, is basically, in my opinion, an umbrella term for disclosure, for um, these councils, so to speak, for a lot of spiritual uh, movements, right? The truth will set you free type of situation. And as soon as I decided to give it a go again, I was again shown and so much truth and revealed the whole, as I said, the new age occult, um, which brings a lot of the new age narcissism and uh, so many things that, that people need to be paying attention to. And for some people, it does take meeting, meeting others in person to really discover these things. Uh, yet there are ways to see it without actually having to go so far into it that you actually become close with these people and you begin to trust them. There is a way to, to be an active and uh, proactive observer and, and educate yourself and, and still be spiritual, right? While... Well, I mean uh, one, one thing I wanted to point out was like, I think a lot of us want like evidence and like, I, I think you have evidence that you were been involved in these programs like a long time. And it's something that you've had to deal with throughout your life. Because right. I mean, one thing that you, is you don't go around talk, you're not on like every podcast talking about it, but I heard your story on journey to truth. And I was like amazed. Like I was like that you've had to deal with all this stuff. And then we have people that aren't doing it any justice. Like that guy, I don't even know if I can say his name because we might get flagged by like him or his attorney that came right. out recently. And he, uh, he said he was never in space and he was never aboard a UFO. And the, the people in the comments know who I'm talking about. And I think, you know, who I'm talking about. He, the, the, the depositions were released if that, do you know what I'm talking about? So yeah. that, that, so what do you, I mean, like, but then there's people like yourself who've really had to deal with stuff like this, whereas compared to someone like him, what are your thoughts on all that? Like when we, um, my thoughts are, and it's similar to what I said a couple months ago on, on journey to the truth. The main, the main thing that is being targeted is our consciousness. And if we do not have the discernment, then it's very easy to be, quote, taken over. And I'm not necessarily speaking of taken over by someone else or an entity, yet influenced. You and only you allow yourself to be taken over or aka infiltrated. You have the ability to always say yes or no or give consent to such, such belief systems or, or what have you. And there all there are false memories that are implanted in people. There is mind to skull technology. All of these things are out there. Yes, yet it is our responsibility if we are going to be in the public eye, if we are going to be in any kind of fashion where we are speaking truth in front of others and around others. It is our responsibility to be spiritually spiritually moral, spiritually ethical, spiritually uh, have, have integrity. Really, these, these are very important. You don't, and this is, it's kind of like those who scream the loudest. You don't want, you know, something, 
uh, being involved in the SSP or having memories um, within your consciousness of really, really experiencing these things, it's not something that you are proud of, right? It's not something that you go around screaming to the rooftops. It's not something that you you really want or, you know, uh, it's not something you, uh, how do you say, you don't really have the ambition, right? <laughs> if you've truly experienced these things, to go out there and become known for uh, said experiences, correct? My goal is to, with said experiences, I don't have to speak all the time about said experiences in order to help others. And I think that the spiritual community has lost a lot of the heart-centered purity and integrity in helping others. I think they've let their own selfishness, their own greed, their own egos, <clears throat> their own agendas get in the way. I, I would agree. And one thing that I, I, I really appreciate you saying all that, it makes, it rings so much sense because when people come out like um, and say stuff like this, like when they say they have, they've had these experiences and stuff that can avoid people from getting jobs. Like people can't get jobs. I mean, it's really looked down on, it's still looked at from like a taboo type perspective. So when you're putting yourself out there in a position that you are, or I am like, we're really, people don't realize like what we're really doing for people. Like we're really putting ourselves out there, you know, because I mean, do you agree with that to a certain degree? Oh, definitely. I mean, you're not only um, you're not only putting yourself out there and jeopardizing uh, your name in a sense, uh, and and your future interactions with others. You you are jeopardizing friendships, family uh, relationships that are and could be beneficial to you to still still learn from, right? I think a big mistake that we think in this community is, oh, you know, we're so passionate, at for, especially at first when we awaken and we think, oh, we've just got to get out there. We've got to show people. It, we've ha we have this martyrdom complex where we think we have to save everyone and we have to get this message across. Yet we never take, we, we, we hesitate or we don't really fully think it through to say, are they ready? right? Like we just kind of jump in and we just blast people with information and we overload their system. And we never considered, you know, some people you don't consider because you're blinded by this new awakening, this new identity, this new feeling that it's sometimes you don't consider, wait, is this person ready to hear my, my truth, right? My version of the truth, because in essence, no matter what, if you are truly trying to help someone, their state of consciousness should also be considered. You should never try to manipulate. You should never try to convince anyone. You should never try to lead someone down a path that is not theirs. Everyone is entitled to their spiritual journey at a certain time. And it's important to put them in the driver's seat. It's important to allow them and not force. And I see so much manipulation happening in the spiritual community. And a lot of them, a lot of these leaders, a lot of these figures that you see, that you see uh, doing and spreading certain messages, they're not even aware. Some of them aren't even aware 
that they are actually being incredibly intrusive, incredibly manipulative through mind control, right? And because they too have been programmed or they too may have been through these programs and not even realize it. And they are used to, to implement a sort of mind control on the masses without considering, completely trying to sway. It's they're, they're creating new religions. It's like, oh, I'm going to set you free from this program, right? Only to usher you into my own program, right? Which yeah, is the same concept as religion. It's <laughs> same concept, same thing. Yeah, we're exactly. Just, right? We're just going to mind control you into a different situation. Because one of the things I don't see a lot of spiritual teachers or leaders, or what have you, I don't see them say, allowing people to live their own truth, right? It's it's as though they already have a rule book set, and if you say or do, or um, or act in a certain way, you're not following the new spiritual law. You know, it's it's just it, it's wild. It, it's crazy. It's it's a it's a entire adult religious new age occultism clique, and that's not the point of of of, of enlightenment. And um, a, your spiritual journey, your spiritual journey is to find the truth within you, because that's what it what it comes down to is is what's within. Yeah. Well, when did this all start for you? Like when did like when did you first start realizing your abilities? Like for the for, for like my fans who might not have, have heard of you. And by the way, what we what I was doing while you were just talking is I was updating your information. People say that we don't we don't get messed with. Like I swear to God, I, when you sent me your new information, I updated that in the in the description, and then I just went in now, and it's all the old information. So like. I was just putting your, your your relevant information there, but so that that just gives you an idea of what. But anyway, but like, how did this all start for you? For people who might not be familiar with your story, um, well, it started as a child for me. I always had claircognizant abilities, like all the clairs, right? Clair, um, just uh, clairsentient. Like, okay, for you, you have different claircogs, like senses. I had all of them. I could see things before they happened. I could see beyond the veil. I could see, you know, um, other beings, entities, spirits, what have you. Um, certain smells, right? Just uh, uh, clear audience, things like this. Um, that started at a very young age. And, and I, I really, of course, growing up in a Southern you know, a Southern town, I didn't, I didn't really talk about it. Right. And I didn't feel comfortable talking about it to my family or uh, any of my friends. Right. So it wasn't until I started speaking out and really trying to help awaken others to humanity's true capabilities, because we all have these abilities, right. It's uh, it's, it's something through which I found was about trusting myself. It wasn't something that just boom, all of a sudden happened for me. It was kind of always there. It was about me embracing it. And it was about me trusting myself and my own intuition. Uh, but I really started speaking out in 2010 and 2011. And that's when 
you know, I have the whole, you know, oh, the family thinks you're crazy. Your friends think you're crazy. All of these things and everything I said then, you know, they're awakening to now sort of sort of thing. And then in about 2015, 2016, I spoke at the fifth annual Mars conference um, alongside of a few other people and there was an experience there with some top names of which after that conference, I decided to about a year after back away, right. From the disclosure movement and um, going further towards being on Gaia and, and what have you, I backed away because I saw how infiltrated it was. And I wanted no part of that. I wanted no part of uh, being around or being associated with people who talked all these people looked up to who talked in a certain way yet they did not live up they, they weren't that person that they portrayed themselves to be they create egregores they create alter these these alter egos which you know an alter ego can be benefit beneficial if you're using it in a you know in a way of integrity right if it's helping you achieve your goals right uh without harming anyone yet uh the biggest creation are these egregores and i see and and that's that's a lot of what i've seen created so when i started speaking out about my experience uh experiences um that's that's really when that's really when I, I discovered, um, I discovered what this, what the disclosure community was, the ones that, um, the ones that are put on the, on the front of the screen, the ones that are promoted, the ones that everyone look up to. Now, at, at the same time, I don't, I'm, I'm not talking, I, I'm not talking bad about them because they, they still serve a purpose, right? Whatever, every person, um, albeit so-called harmful, so to speak, of it, like, does it happen for a reason? Not necessarily. Will you learn a lesson? Yes. Right. So that's kind of how I feel. So that's a little bit of my story. And, and as I backed away from the disclosure community, I kind of, I just, I just went into hiding. I just wanted a peaceful life. I was tired of being messed with. I was tired of fighting for the truth when when everything was falling on on deaf ears because i i i would not join uh i would not join the the herd i would not join the the top names i i backed away from those people so yeah and i mean i i, I commend you for doing that because you're you're trying to take truth from a stance of like not wanting to deal with like the bullshit of having to succumb to telling lies to people for money exactly Exactly. And, and as I said, you have these people in these positions of um, idolization, things like this, and who they are deep down, they're not very nice people, right? <laughs> like, they're just not like, they're not, they're not people you want to be friends with, or at least for me and my, and, and, where I was, I did not see a purity of spiritualism. I did not see pure intentions. Yeah. Oh, uh, someone had a question in the chat. Um, she wants to know, do you, Zaza Demon wants to know, do you see having your clear abilities as a gift or a curse? 
Um, I used to see them as a curse, but now I see them as a gift. And that's only because I have learned to be able to control them. So I used to become very overstimulated with um, what I would see and hear beyond the veil, right? Now I'm able to shield myself and cut it off, right? Like I did a lot of work with my higher self, did a lot of work with consulting my guides because I think it's a violation of universal law, like not, not intentionally because I know a lot of people do it, uh, without, without knowing that they can protect themselves and others. Right. So I would, I would, I would see people's ancestors coming in and wanting to give them a message. Right. And it was so in my face that I would go and I, and I would actually tell this person, even though I didn't know them and they would look at me like I was crazy. Right. So this was when my abilities were first very, uh, I, I did not have uh, a lot of control. Right. So to speak, I didn't know how to master those abilities. Um, and going back to violation of universal law, I did not the violation was like, you know, they, they potentially were not ready to hear that. Right. No matter, uh, no matter how loud their spirit guide was screaming. So I had to learn and do a lot of work with my own ancestors, myself and, and, and my higher self to learn how to shield from these, these spirits, these spirits, the other people's ancestors, um, other entities. I had to learn how to cut it off, right? How to go out into public and not be able to see or look at someone's life story. And for anyone tells, for anyone that tells you that they can't help it, right? Um, if they practice, they can help it. I promise you they really can, because if I can do it, anyone can do it because I would get overloaded. I would become overwhelmed. And it was, like I said, I used to feel like it was a curse because it was just, it was so much yet. Now uh, I don't, because I, I don't want to know someone's life story. Right. I don't, because that's how it used to be. I would look at, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. I was like, is there a way you can kind of shut the spirit world off for a little bit? Like, can you like take a break from it? I know people yes. use like spirit guides. Some people use spirit guides as in an intermediary to do that. Like yes. they have a spirit guide that'll, you know, shut off the spirit world for them until they're ready to get messages from someone. Is that yeah. familiar? That is, yeah, that, that's exactly. So I have one guide that, and one guide in particular that actually does that, that helps me with that, right? Uh, that, it, and, and now it's automatic. Now it's, uh, it's something that I'm like, it's just like, okay, I'm like, if I have a session with someone, then, okay. It, it turns on because they're giving consent, right? They're giving consent. Um, and like, like I said, it, 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 there, you can, there are different methods. You can, you, you can ask your spirit guides for help, right? You can ask a guide for help to help shield you to turn it on and off, or you can get so you can merge so much with your higher self that you can actually, uh, make that happen. Like you have an agreement with the universe, right? I actually created an agreement with my higher self, right? And with my guides that this was not going to happen until, you know, and it took a lot. And also like forms of shielding, right? Energetic shielding as well, you know, shielding my, my auric field. 
One thing I wanted to ask you about, and I know you talked about this in your Journey to Truth interview, but for my fans that might have not have seen that, you know, because some people that might not watch that show, like what, when did you first start realizing that you were in these programs? Like, I don't know if they asked you that, like, when did it, when did you first start getting the memories back that like you were possibly cloned and time travel and all that stuff that kind of went on? Well, I had the memories. So I had the memories when I was, when I was a child, right? Yet yeah. I didn't know that that's what it was until later on. Right. I, I had no idea that that's what it was until I heard other people um, with similar experiences. So basically what I would do is I would have these flashes, like flashbacks, memories, and I didn't know where they came from. I was just like, mm, that's kind of strange. Guess that's coming from a different world. Right. Well, before that was before I knew and was educated in the quantum realm. And I realized that, you know, I realized uh, about quantum teleportation, um, all kinds of things, right? Uh, and how, you know, quantum consciousness and how conscious and how we can, uh, it's just, oh my gosh, it's, it's such a rabbit hole. It could go on forever. But yeah, that's, that's around the time. So I didn't really correlate anything until I knew that, oh, this has happened to other people before as well. Yeah. Um, I'll go with another question from the audience before I ask you another question. Um, let me see here. This was a good one. I thought this was a good one. Uh, is it showing up? It should show up. This is from Classically Soulful. She says, what is your experience with guides and dreams? How do you know what supernatural or beings to communicate with? Okay. Um, so with that, um, with guides and dreams, I had a very recent one, by the way. Um, I can usually tell by their frequency and their honesty because honesty, purity, it carries a certain frequency, a certain vibration that you can just feel. It's something that, that I feel um, more so than anything because if, and, and it's also because I have, because I am so protected that if something comes in that is not pure, it automatically has to reveal itself, right? It automatically has to show itself to me that it is not pure. It, so it's almost, so, so I also have another agreement with my guides, right? And I tell my guides, like if, if something that is, you know, not uh, for my highest good comes in, reveal it, show it to me. So that all co also comes a little bit with my Claire Cogs. I recently had one where I was involved in the spiritual community and I really felt like my abilities within a month were just like dwindling away, right? Like it, I just didn't feel like I was myself. Like something was like things were being loosed and I actually had a dream to where the leaders of this new age, uh, of this new age uh, movement or what have you, the leaders were inside of this house in the woods and I was going to meet them. And it was at night deep in the forest. And one of my guides came through and I had never, I had, I had like, I had seen it was almost like she was a new spirit guide, right? Like I had never, I had never interacted with her a lot before, but she came forth and I automatically recognized her. My higher self did. And she literally just, she pointed to me and she said, 
you have not been listening to your ancestors. You have not been talking to your spirit guides. You have not been listening to what they are, what they are trying to tell you. And she was so serious. And it was just like, I'm getting chills right now talking about it. She was so serious that it was that frequency. It was that vibration of her energetic tone because everything, everything speaks and everything communicates in energy, right? And in frequency, everything has a tone, everything has a vibration. So that's how, um, that's how I know which ones are okay to communicate with. Uh, the ones that aren't are very, uh, uh, she also had a, um, a solid or organic density to her. It was a positive density, right? Like, like she had organic matter to her, right? Now, the ones that I have run into are very AI. They are very fragmented. Um, they appear at first as solid forms. Yet, when upon further, um, you know, upon further time looking at them or in, like just examining them, uh, they will turn into kind of this like grain, grain matter and just literally uh, disintegrate and crumble and fall away. So it's, it's different frequencies, different vibrations, different densities. There are positive organic densities and they're low vibrational and very uh, fake and inorganic densities. And they're That's all here to teach us a lesson. They're all here. They're, they're just curious, right? They have a job here too. They have a role to play here too. It's just up to you and your preference what you what you're ready for and what you would like to accept or not accept, right? That's fascinating. Um, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna keep going with audience questions because I'm seeing some real good ones here, and th this one's a good one. This one's from Noble Truth. Hi, Jesse. Uh, he says, uh, "How do you wake up people who assume they've already they're already are, especially when it's a bit more grounded?" Oh yeah, I got chills on that. that's a good one. Um, so number one, um, I would say that you would act more like a guide, right? Like you like kind of be the example, so to speak. Um, you can't really tell someone, or let me just say that you may be wasting your energy and time in telling someone that they're being egotistical or they don't know what they think they know, you can maybe when they start saying that this and that and, and all of these things, you can maybe uh, present them with an alternative. Like, yeah, but what if, you know, like this is also true and, and what have you. Uh, I always, when I run into that, like to present different options different options, different uh, parts of truth, different aspects of logic to the exact same topic that they're speaking of, right? So if they were to bring up, uh, oh, this person was channeling, um, you know, Archangel Gabriel, what have you, you know, it's just an example. Uh, and they said this and it's fully true. And, and this, you, wow, you know, this is actually happening. I would simply say something well, I've seen people do this before and, uh, 
And it may have happened in an alternate reality, but it did not happen in mine. And I would probably suggest for them to, to use, always use discernment uh, in, in, in what material and what resources that they are retaining and absorbing, because it's very important to be careful and to let them know how dangerous the spirit world can be, because whatever you let in is, is going to, uh, is going to become a part of you. Right. So if they're on that topic, so to speak, I would just simply interject very softly and gently and, and present another form of information. Well, yeah, well, Gabriel also, you know, has been channeled by other people before. And this is, and, and it, this, this has actually contradicted itself because this is what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of these spiritual teachers contradict themselves and we're seeing contradicting information. A lot of people are like, Oh, Gabriel is this person. This is what he stands for. Then you have this person saying that a completely opposite thing. And it is always, and the most important thing is when you're hearing people present you with this information and they're your friend and they think they're awake, the only, the main thing you can do is tell them to always trust themselves, to use discernment, to go within, to really analyze the information that they're hearing and go with their own intuition, that to not follow blindly because following blindly is the same thing humanity has done for a very long time. And it's ended us up in cults, churches, all, you know, all of these things that have really taken away from our own ability to discern and decide for ourselves who we are. It's completely another form of taking away our own sovereignty to blindly trust someone else. I, I would agree with that. And and what I was going to say was uh, one, one thing that I was thinking about with that is like, you can kind of look at like the skeptical side of our community. Like there's a, there's a skeptical side of our community. Now they're coming out with a lot of good information, like, but they think, from what I've seen from some of their videos, they think like everything's a grift, but that's not the case because there's a lot of good evidence that these programs are really going on, that the SSP is really happening. Like you, your proof of that, that there's, there's proof of, um, you know, alien abduction, you know, I mean, so I guess. Oh I'm yeah. It's say, everywhere. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. You have to like take what resonates with you. Right. So somebody from skeptical could be bringing something really good along. You just have to take, a part of that what resonates with you because you know other things are real or you know like something really exists i mean do you kind of agree with that or what do you think oh i definitely agree because this universe is full of infinite universes right like right now there's a version of me out there right i fully believe in quantum theories i fully believe it's like one of my favorite movies is uh mr nobody with jake gyllenhaal and that is, I don't know if anyone's seen that, but it is so good. And it, it's like, there, there's always an alternate reality to things. It doesn't mean that anything is less true than the other necessarily, yet it comes into misinformation when it's not benefiting your highest good. That's when I call it misinformation because it's something it's a type of information that is amiss with your own spirit and your own journey. And it's something that can potentially lead you down a path that is, is not, that is not so fitting because everyone has a life path. It's kind of like a, 
everything happens for a reason. I truly do not believe that. I believe that there are some things that happen for a reason. And I think that there are some things that do not happen for a reason. I think that we come in with a life path. And I think that sometimes people get off of their life path and they cause tears and rips in the quantum, uh, univ- quantum web, so to speak. And I think that really bad, that's where the whole bad things happen to good people come in. You know, we weren't, there There was no reason that humanity was supposed to be enslaved. You can't give me a good reason for that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So. I, I, I agree. Um, so so you're fully believing that, that, that these programs are definitely going on. And then, and until you talked about that, so. What's going on with the cloning stuff? Like, I don't understand that. Like, you you believe you might have the clones. We all have clones, right? Um, yeah, I think it's definitely possible. And I think that's where it comes into the quantum realities, right? The, the multiple and the parallel universes. Because what I truly believe is that they are use, utilizing our consciousness. Do I believe that it was very prevalent and common for people to be genetically cloned. Yes, I do. I definitely believe that. Um, I had an experience one time where I was at the doctor's office, right? And it was just like a routine uh, checkup. It was nothing, nothing major, but it was when I was in the disclosure, right? Community, when I was exposing actual, actual cloning, right? (laughs) And I was in the doctor's office and they came, there was, there was a lady in a white coat that came in and she asked me for a mouth swab. And I was like, I automatically was like, this is weird. This is not right. This is something's going on here. Right. And, um, I, I just, I, but of course I went along with it. Cause I was like, well, maybe they ordered it for some reason. Well, later on I asked, because she was in and out. She didn't introduce herself or it was just very kind of creepy. Uh, She said, uh, later on, I spoke to the lady at the front desk or what have you, or I spoke to one of the nurses and she told me, I I told her what had happened. And she said, "Uh, that doesn't sound, uh, number one, we don't have anyone working here that that wears like a nurse that that wears... uh, (laughs) a white coat, not even the doctors wore white coats, right? Like it, it, it was, she said in number two, they don't order mouth swabs unless you request them for a specific thing. So I'm like, okay, what are they using my DNA for? Right. And, and, and then I was like, well, you know, who knows? Because that was when uh, cloning was, was very prevalent. I mean, here's the thing. If, if it, if it wasn't uh, for, it might be a lot more taboo to speak about cloning right now um, or, or it was earlier, right? When I was exposing it, I don't know, maybe six or eight years ago, right? Eight years ago. Uh, it was a little bit more taboo to speak of it then. Now you actually have people of that have a voice, quote, you know, celebrities. I'm not saying celebrities are the end all be all. I'm just saying they're speaking out about it. They're telling you the truth. They're telling you that they were cloned. There are so many movies out there that tell you without telling you about the cloning program. Um, 
And it would make perfect sense for them to do that if, if they had a certain agenda. Now, do I think that humanity is shifting? Do I think that they have lost control and the ability to do so? Yes, I do. Because I think if they're doing it, they're doing it on a very minute scale, or they're either doing it to people who are very weak and have no idea that it's still happening. Because I feel in my, in, in, in my frequency and where I am now, I feel that humanity, the, the so-called people who were doing these, who were op in operation and heading the operations of these certain agendas, I, I see them falling away. I do not see them in control any longer. I do not see myself being cloned. Do I being cloned any longer? Right? Do I think it happened? Yes. Do I think it's still allowed? I, do I think it's it's kind of like the chemtrail spraying, right? Like their their time was up with that. Like they're not allowed to spray anymore, so they're trying other things, right? Or they're trying a different way of doing it. But it's like they keep they keep trying to do these things, yet it's it's not working out for them. Like their time keeps running out, and they keep getting caught because they're on a time li limit. Everyone. It's kind of like, uh, it's like everyone has their reign of power. Nobody can stay in a seat of power forever. Eventually it falls. Eventually it's going to fall. And I think, and I know, and I feel deep, like in my, in my spirit that it is, it is falling apart, that their agenda is truly falling apart. And I think that's one of the reasons that, that I am guided now to help people heal from these things, like that it's not so necessary to talk about what happened in the past because I see such a clearing in humanity now. I'm not That's saying that say, it doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you think, do you, do you still see people being like my lab and targeted individuals? And I mean, because I still get people that email me that are, that are going through that stuff, but I just kind of wanted to get your opinion. Do you think that stuff will eventually be coming to an end or do you think people are still getting abducted in general or what do you think? I think it will be coming to an end. Um, I personally, I do not see my, I, I don't see myself in, in that agenda and in that operation any, any longer yet here's the thing. I'm also 38 years old, right? Like I'm almost 39. Um, I have children, like I have like, you know, it's it kind of like your session times out. And I just want to make it clear that when I tell you and, and when, when I have I, one of my main points in my message, uh, when I speak anywhere is to tell you that you hold the power, right? You really do. So if you want to tear up that contract, you can tear it up. You can successfully get out. And when I say, and this is the most important thing, when I say that they utilize our consciousness, right? That's exactly what I mean. And if you continue to allow them to control your consciousness, what else are they going to be able to control? Your physical, your spirit, things like that. It all is intertwined. So that's the thing. The quantum, that's, that's, what, that's how they get you is through through your consciousness. That's what they prey on first. And if you continue to allow that, 
then you're going to let them there forever because we get to choose our reality when it all comes down to it. Right. Like to an extent. Um, and sometimes we have to understand, I, I, I see things also as sometimes we're experiencing, um, we're experiencing time in, in different time than other people. Right. So I might be experiencing time in the future right now because I'm not seeing what had happened to me. Maybe it's because I've healed from it. Maybe it's because I am experiencing a future timeline because that's where I'm choosing to be. And it's, it's possible. It's very possible because all things are infinitely possible that people who are, who are having these experiences currently with my lab and things like this, that they are actually living in a time that is a little bit in like kind of in the past, right. From, so to speak, like a experiencing time in different time, like every, like they're in a different timeline, right. They're still in that timeline and we get to pick and choose our timelines. And sometimes we choose these certain timelines so that we can visit things and revisit things in order for, for us to heal and look at our shadows and see what's really going on. Because if you were put through trauma through my lab or SSP, like I was, it's very important what I know it was for me to see what, um, to, to look at the trauma that that caused me to feel the trauma that that caused me, uh, to see the wounds that I had, that I had no idea where it came from, but then I could pinpoint it. So if I could look at my shadows that resulted in that trauma, therefore I could, can, I could heal them and I could grow and I could evolve spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. I, I wanted to say, do you think something like soul retrieval would be good for people who are like trying to get out of stuff like that? Like, does oh, that help? Definitely. 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 Yeah, yeah. My, my, my ex used to talk about that. She said she was like going through all kinds of problems and she went through soul retrieval and she said it changed her life. Yes. But, because, uh, because that's the thing when you, because soul retrieval allows you to take your power back, right? When you get, when you retrieve your soul, when you become one, you don't have these problems anymore. You don't have these issues anymore that are going to hurt you. And that's one of the things that I do. It's, it's similar to a soul retrieval, yet it's more of like a pathway clearing, right? It's more of like, like I offer consultations so that, that I can, so that I can form a niche with that person to see what they want to do and the abilities that they need, that they want to become more in touch with because some need more than, than soul retrieval. But, but yet I do something similar. It, that's what that, or I help people. I don't do it. The, per, the, the person does it themselves. And it's about them taking their power back completely. Because once you do that, you're no longer messed with. Yeah, you might get a little bit of stuff here and there, you know, like a, uh, you know, quote, targeted individual TI, right? Like that's a thing. Yet, um, at the same time, I have had I have had really no issues with that since since I really started working on my sovereignty from all this because you truly yeah, can. And you tr 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say I saw you provide a, a number, like a, a handful of services on your website. I was seeing if you could go over them. So, like, because it seems like the audience is really digging what you're saying. So, like, I'm sure people might be interested if you could kind of go over like what what all different levels you offer and stuff like that. Right. So, um, I offer I offer um, consultations. Um, the consultations run about an hour and fifteen minutes, and that's where it's just you, it's a consultation. So what happens is we go over um, any issues that you're having, anything that you want to assess. And then we begin the um, assessment and what we are going to do about it. Right. Like for, so for some people who want to retrieve certain abilities, so we make that assess assessment. So in the consultation, would be the tailoring to the service that you need because here's the thing everyone wants and needs something different nobody here is the same nobody here is going to want the same exact thing um that's why i offer the consultation um and then after that we go from there and we discuss a protocol or you know i tailor things to fit people's needs even if they need to make like payment plans, if you're on a budget, like I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, crazy about that, about as, as far as like going by a certain uh, schedule, I want people to be able to go at their own pace of healing and things like this. And then I also offer what's called a pathway clearing. So in the pathway clearing reading, um, basically that's a consult. So um, if your spirit guides, they have anything to say, they come in, then I pull your cards, and the cards go in a north, west, south, and east direction. And after that, what happens is we, we combine the messages from your spirit guides, from the cards, and, and from whatever you're feeling if you want to, if, if the client or the, you know, the person wants to interject anything of their concern which path is going to be better, right? And so what I do is I clear that path like astrally for them, right? So the Northwest, Southeast path, they can actually go whichever way they want to. It will be cleared. Those pathways will be cleared. Uh, yet it's also explained to them what can potentially happen on each pathway, right? So it's like I see the butterfly effects before they happen, right? So that's yeah. one. And then I have the, um, oh my gosh, I totally went blank on the, is it the, I know the you general? offer astral sessions too, right? Like you offer uh, astral sessions as well. I think that's still up there. Uh, because I just, um, I was hoping, and I'm going to put your website in the chat right now, because for some reason, again, I tried to, uh, upload it and I'll put it up on the screen like and so like people can see it like you know because I and, and and by the way guys if anybody has any other questions put them in the chat now here's Lindsay's information it's all up on the screen and I'll put it in the description again too but um if if uh if anybody has any other questions just just you know put them in is there anything else you want to cover while we're still we're some we still have some time I mean yeah um yeah, thank you everyone for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, and Rob, I really appreciate you reaching out to me and, and having me on. This is something that, you know, I, I just, I really, I really want to help others with. I really want to help others 
trust themselves more. We have, humanity has gone for way too long looking to other people to make decisions for them. Do I think that other people are in our lives for reasons and here to help us along? Yes. Do I have a best friend that I will say, what do you think? Or what, what would you do in this situation? Yes, I do. Do I have, uh, you know, do I have a partner, like a husband that that's like, that I'm like, yeah, like, what do you think I should like, what would you do? You know, things like, yes, I do. Because I think that having people in our lives that, and you know what, nine times out of 10, those people say, I can tell you what I would do, but I, you know, it's really up to you. So those are the kind of people that you want. The people <laughs> who are going to say, you can, these are, these are your options, right? Yeah, it's up to you because it, I think if humanity really began believing in themselves, trusting in themselves, then their integrity would come back. Their self-confidence would come back. They would stop doubting themselves because fear and doubt, that's what has, and second guessing ourselves, that, that's what has gotten us into the situations that we are in now. Um, and there's, this, there's, there's so many so many of these new age cults that are just popping up left and right um, with, with, with a new set of rules. And it's exactly like getting out of one program and going into the other. And they use it's it. Like they, religion, they use right? it. Huh? It's just like religion, basically. It's like, organized it's exactly religion. like religion. And it's funny because what they do is they pick these storylines. They pick these little, you know, uh, belief systems from this, from this, from this, from this. Like, guys, did we not learn anything from Charles Manson? <laughs> did we not? Because that was like a spiritual, you know, a, a movement. And this guy was crazy. And he was very good at what he did. Um, I mean, I even, you know, it's, it's, it's really crazy because I've seen spiritual leaders actually use the same wording as like, you know, alphabetical agencies. And I've seen them use the same wording as like Manson. So recently, <laughs> yeah, um, spiritually attacked, they will attack you because they've created egregores and they don't even know that their egregores are running wild and their egregores are like familiars. So they will, these, these entities will come to you. They will appear as the spiritual leaders and they will take what they can, uh, money, energy, abilities, all kinds of things. I recently heard one of them on TikTok. It was probably a month back. And he literally said, we're coming into Helter Skelter guys. And my jaw dropped. I said, and, and these people had no idea the correlation. I'm like, guys, Charles Manson used that phrase like when he murdered people, right? Or when he sent people. So there's so many things. And uh, guys, do do some background checks. Like, honestly, I don't One know. <laughs> I, I, one, one, another thing that people are doing is they're uh, they're ripping people off. They're telling people that to, to, to like go do ayahuasca, you have to go down 
to and meet with a, a, a shaman and like you know a lot of times people get ripped off and then the people like try to have sex with women and like oh, yeah. i've just heard horror stories you know like whereas like you know like you could probably find a lot safer way to do that i mean i'm sure there are some people that are offering ayahuasca journeys that are legit you know what I mean? But I think you got to really use, it's like you said, going back to like, you have to use discernment and you have to, you have, find to. You have to use discernment. I, you know, I was involved with a quote, spiritual leader who did not like to be referred to as a leader or a teacher or any of this, but everyone had to listen to him. And if you didn't do or conform to what he was saying, he would, always correct you. Oh, this is, oh, well, you're infiltrated. Like if you would, I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. He, he incited fear in so many people. Um, he would want you to not talk to people if they were not quote activated, right? This is, that was his MO was activation. You had to pay money to activate your soul or set yourself free from the matrix. And then you had to get all of these upgrades to help yourself continue to evolve. Like you couldn't do it yourself. And he would also tell people that, Oh, you're not high rise enough. You're, you're not up here enough to even understand what I'm saying. You guys are coming into that. But you'll, so it's, it's like, and then he would always like, oh, well, I, I'm triggering you. And he would laugh about it. Right. And that's another thing, like mind control through triggering. That's another, um, another tactic they used. And I can say from firsthand experience that, you know, this person behind the camera is not the same person is not the same person. This person taught, oh, it's all love and light here. That's what we're going to talk about. And then, uh, and then there, you know, a beggar on the street comes up to them and asks for change. He turns to them and he says, oh, well, do you have change for a hundred? No, you don't. You're in a wheelchair. Ha ha ha. And just starts laughing maniacally. You oh know, and they're also, cool. yeah, exactly. Also other reports of, him of this person being very mean to children upon yeah i just there's so many things guys use your discernment get to know people like well make just make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation where you are like the blind leading the blind or the blind going into the blind leading the blind make sure that you are protected make sure you are discerning this information and don't be blinded by your heart right don't be blinded because i will tell you that what um yeah that's exactly right zaza and i will tr tell you that don't second guess yourself. If you feel like something's off, put the, it's okay to put the pieces together. It really is. It's okay to trust yourself. Even if they're trying to live your, get inside of your head and live that for you. Don't fall into that because ultimately it's up to you. Ultimately you are sovereign if you can, if, when you step into that and nothing can touch you. Be care just be careful. Make sure that you, like I said, especially when you're in a vulnerable state, that's when these um, people and these healers at, or what have you, they may not claim to be a healer, right? They may not want to oh, be a teacher. They will come undercover and all of this stuff, but they will offer these 
soul help you know, whatever that they can activate you. They can do all this um, because nobody else can. And it will happen at your lowest moment. You will say, what do I have to lose? That's, you know, that, I mean, I've been in that situation. I've said, Oh, what do I have to lose? Right. Like I, you know, being in a very vulnerable state, like, um, and be careful because that's when that entity has its easiest way in. That's when that, you know, uh, that being that egregore has its easiest way inside of your etheric field is when your vices are down, when you're hurting, when you're needing help, right? Isn't that when people join churches and give their life to God? right? They have to have consent. They have to say the sinner's prayer. It's the same concept, guys. It's just under a really good camo. I promise you it's under a really good camouflage right now. So be careful. Just really be careful uh, in what you allow. I, I think I had that happen to me. I was, I was in a relationship recently and it ended and I was like devastated. You know, my audience right. knows this. I talk about it, but I had someone who I thought was a, like a real deal psychic, but I just right. realized she was trying to rook me. She was trying to like, get me to like, Oh, you need more services or, you know, I can do this work for you, but like, you're going to like, you know, it's going to cost you this. And I'm thinking in my mind, like if she was really trying to help me, would she be saying that? Like, would, you, would it really need to cost me more? You know, like mm -mm. this and that. It was just like, you know, that that was like totally taking advantage. You know, And that's that. Yeah, that's exactly true. They prey on you. They prey on your weakness and they don't have your best interest at heart. They just don't. They really, really, really don't. They they and another thing is they never want to get to the root of what's happening. They just want to bypass everything because that shows you that they haven't done the work within themselves. Right. But they want to tell you to do the work, but they don't want to help you get to yeah. the root of it. And they, and another thing is they lack compassion. A lot of these people lack compassion and they lack empathy. They put on a good show of having it, but they lack compassion and empathy. And just because someone is psychic and they can tell you something, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't I mean anything about their personal character or their spiritual integrity because there's a lot of, there's a lot, there's a smorgasbord of narcissist and type, you know, you've got type A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all these types of um, personality characters out there. So it's, it's very important to, to use discernment. That is the best advice to use the discernment, to realize that the biggest war is the war on consciousness. And as long as you keep sovereign and you use your discernment and you use your intuition to the best of your ability, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's really well said. We've been going about an hour. Do you want to tell everybody? Uh, I, I I have the, all the information. I'm going to put it in the description. But do you want to tell everybody where they can find you? And uh, thank you so much. This was awesome. This was great. We'll have to do this yeah. again. Um, so, yeah, my website um, is Andromedan, andromedangalaxies.tech. And I do have services if you like to book. Um, totally up to you. Also, also, um, uh, you can contact me uh, via email. Uh, it's uh, voyage to verity at gmail.com. Um, and also, I'm on TikTok as well. I occasionally post stuff on there too. So, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I'm just my main uh, my main goal is, is is 
to help others help themselves. Like I, I don't ever want to be, ever be, um, that person that tells anyone how to, how to live their life or how to be set free. I want to see people, I want to see humanity regain the power within themselves. That's what I want to see because that's true healing when people step into their own power. That's fascinating. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think that's, yeah. Well, thank you so much. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, we'll do this again. And, and thank you everybody for yeah. tuning in. If all the links are going to be in the description for some reason it wouldn't update earlier. So if anybody wants anything, or if you want to donate to my, to my show, you can donate through PayPal or, you know, or email me and I'll tell you if you want to buy a shirt or anything like that. I have shirts. Uh, Lindsay yeah, has your shirts are nice. Merch. I was looking at those. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. I, I, they're just black and white for now, but I mean, you know, like, that's fine. Gonna... They're still, I like them. They're nice. Oh, thank you. Well, um, and you have shirts too, right? You have merch. Um, I used to, I do not anymore. Uh, I'm actually working on potentially like revamping the design. Um, I just had, I wanted to take a break from it. So yeah, I wanted to take a yeah. break and just focus on sessions and, um, and helping others, honestly. So that's, that's my, that's my break for now. I was, I was doing a lot. I was doing too much. I was doing shirts. I was doing crystals. I was doing sessions. It was, and I, and being a stay at home mom. Right. So now I'm really, really trying to balance. I'm balancing, I'm balancing my, my schedule right now. Yeah. But well, I do have new things from time to time.